This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. My name is Tatum Tamia. I'm the host of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast and a CEO of Anchored Media. In the next couple of videos, we're gonna be talking about the top mistakes that a lot of new entrepreneurs make. This is part one, and then it's gonna be a part two after this. So make sure that you like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you don't miss when we post it. One of the biggest mistakes that I see is that a lot of new entrepreneurs don't have a lot of focus or a proper plan and it's very easy to get distracted to get pulled in a bunch of different directions when you don't have a clear vision of where you're going and then when you add faith into it a lot of times we over spiritualize the process as well that leaves us a lot more confused and, and on this hamster wheel where we're doing a ton of things but not really seeing results so the first thing that you need to do when you have a business idea is to do a business plan now it's not something you need to turn in for a grade to my overachievers you're not writing this to get an A you're writing this so that you can flesh out your idea a business plan forces you to look into the details of the market of what you're offering what sets your offer apart of the pricing all of the things it just forces you to really look at the details of the business so that's the first thing that you need to do in my opinion, what you also need to do is have a clear vision, a clear strategic plan. So something we have in our company is a five-year strategic plan. So I know from now until five years from now what the focus is going to be and then we make decisions based off of the established focus. Right now in the digital age, because a lot of businesses that even were traditionally brick and mortar are online, it's so much information that's being thrown at us. And the salespeople are really good, right? The marketing a lot of times is really good. And so you're being bombarded with so many different, you need this, you need that, you need to invest in this, invest in that. All of these different conversations, all of these different things. So now you've bought all of these products and services and you don't know where exactly you need to start or why you bought them in the first place beyond what the seller convinced you of the, or beyond what the seller told you what you needed it for. 
And so not having a proper plan or a proper vision really is going to keep you spending a ton of money and you'll justify it with yourself. So it's like, oh, I'm invested in my business. I'm invested in my business. But you need to know before you invest, why am I investing in this? Is this the only way? And how am I going to get a return on this investment? Whenever you send money out in your business, you need to understand how it's going to come back. The next mistake I see is trying to do everything before launching. You can't pre-plan everything. It's just going to make you stuck in the building phase and creating and creating and creating and not seeing a return on that time that you're putting into it. Nothing is going to teach you how your product or service needs to be than feedback from your audience. So what you need to do after you have your idea and you know what you're selling, do it for free or for a low cost a little bit to kind of get some feedback. So if you have a product, ask your audience, whoever you gave it to, how does it feel? What, what do you like? What would you change about it? What do you like? What do you dislike? How was the shipping process for you? Well, how was the logistics side of things? How can we improve upon that? You even check in with yourself. What did I like doing this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Did I like this? Did I enjoy this? Is this beneficial for me? Is this a good use of my time? All of these different things. This is an opportunity for you to test things out. So I am a firm believer in test it before you sell it because you need to prove it. Whatever your product or service is, you need to prove your idea before you introduce it into the market. Everything that I've done in business, I have proven it before I introduced it to the market. So it made selling and marketing so much easier because I have proven results already. I've perfected the process and figured out what I liked, what I didn't like, what I needed to do, what I didn't need to do. It was funny, we were getting ready to plan out our service for Anchor Media. We do marketing and management for podcasts. I was sitting and thinking like, what needs to be the details of this service? And so I had tested the service out for a year at a discounted rate for a few podcasts that I worked with. We measured the results so everybody's shows were increasing by at least 50% across the board. And so when we were planning out the service, I was like, oh, we should do this, we should do that, we should do this. And so me and my marketing manager was just sitting there like, that's a lot of work. And then when I was looking at even how much I would have to charge because this expense is now added to this and now we're having that expense. So in order for me to see the profit margin that I wanna see, I would need to charge this, but I wanna keep the pricing at an affordable rate because I don't wanna price out the people who need it. Right? The people who need this type of service aren't at the point where they're making money in their podcast yet. So I can't charge them but for so much because it's not something that they're making money from yet. They will with working with us. But <laughs> in the beginning, it, it needs to be justifiable. And so we were just figuring out what the service was going to be. And I was like, well, we did one, two, three, four, five for this past year and got these results. Let me scale myself back. I know I want to do a lot, but it's going to take a lot for my team. It's going to take a lot out of me. It's going to cost more for me to do all the things that I want to add. Let me just relax. <laughs> scale back and do what is effective and then let that increase of cash flow pay for the more that we'll introduce at a later time. This episode is brought to you by NPR. 
as a Black woman, it, it is just so important to have Black stories and to see myself represented in the media. As a mother of two beautiful Black little boys, it's important for me to show them representations of themselves in the media so that they can be inspired and know that the possibilities are endless for them and their futures, and also so that they can see their stories told. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. It's that season, y'all. And by season, I mean allergy season. I'm someone who has seasonal allergies and it's the worst. My nose gets stuffy. My throat gets scratchy. Sometimes I'll come on and want to record my podcast and sound like a grown man. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I have been using Claritin D for many years. One of the biggest struggles that I have with my allergies is that they usually cause sinus problems as well. So Claritin D has been such a relief for me because it addresses not just the allergies, but the sinus issues that happen as a result of the allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So that's an example on some of the things that you can do before you launch. Not taking a bunch of courses, doing a bunch of Googles, or a bunch of hypotheticals. Nothing is going to teach you what you need to do beyond experience. Especially if you're introducing a new service to the market, as many opportunities as you have to talk to your target audience is where you need to be. Because people will just start telling you stuff like, oh, I wish that 
I could be able to do this. Like, oh, I like this, but, and just in conversation, it, it won't even, some of this stuff doesn't even come from a survey or um, any type of feedback form. Some of this just comes from interaction and conversation. You start to really learn the uncommunicated needs of your audience by just paying attention. And so nothing is going to beat experience when it comes to launching a new product or service. Do your research, but you have to do the thing. And then as you do the thing, you can improve upon it based on the new information you get from practice. And the last mistake I'll mention is not appropriately pricing your services or products. So pricing. Your pricing is dependent on a few different variables. When you're a product-based business, it's easier because like, okay, how much does it cost? So, and not just the cost of the good, but shipping, um, packaging, labor, all of these different things, it's a lot easier to calculate when it comes to products. So this is the cost, uh, this is the profit margin I want to have, and so that's the price. And then you also should make sure that you're uh, making room for any type of sales that you want to have. So if you know you're going to have Black Friday sales or anything of that nature, you want to make sure that your profit margin can accommodate that and you're not in a space where you're losing money because you didn't appropriately price. And that's something that happens. A friend and I, some years ago, we were talking about this uh, company and it was all unfolded on like Twitter, I think. And I'm not even on Twitter, but I know if you go on Twitter because of group chats. So um, she and I were talking and she was like, man, this girl has this super popular product. It keeps selling out. She's making all of this gross money, but she's not profiting anything like she's actually losing money month after month product after product she keep having all these sales and pre-sales and all of that trying to catch up so now she has all of these people who order she wasn't able to fill because she didn't have the money to fulfill the orders and it was crazy it was like what not to do business one-on-one and we were talking about it i'm like i felt horrible watching it unfold but that's a real problem that a lot of people have is not pricing things appropriately now remember i talked about there are different variables that go into it so those of you guys where you don't have product-based businesses so it's a it's service-based so it's a lot different some of the things that you should consider are the brand so are you do you want to be affordable do you want to be discounted do you want to be luxury so that's one of the things that will determine your price point of course all of the costs that are associated with it so that definitely needs to be added into that also what industry are you in what's the going rate for whatever it is that you do and if you do want to be on the luxury side so let's say you're a photographer and the going rate let's say you're a wedding photographer and a going rate for uh, wedding photographers is about ten thousand dollars for the wedding and you want to be luxury so you want to charge twenty thousand okay now what do you need to add to justify you being more expensive than everybody else I personally don't think it's a problem with it I think whatever you price your stuff somebody will buy it if you market it correctly but you need to be able to just justify that so that's something that you can consider now you may decide okay for the first year to get my experience up I'm going to do it as a discount like I said before I've done that every single time before introducing anything I've done it at a discount or for free because it's an opportunity for me to learn perfect my process get my results and uh, my marketing materials and my testimonials and all of those things before introducing it to the public
So consider that when it comes to your pricing as well. Consider the type of people that you want to work with because unfortunately, the lower the price point, you get a certain type of person than you would at something that's more expensive. Uh, I've had clients who will like at a, I would think the lowest thing we offer is our membership to the society. And I've had people do chargebacks and all of these different things. And for the most expensive thing we offer, which is Anchor Media's uh, digital service, where we do the marketing and management of podcasts, I've had people say, okay, cool, send me the invoice for the whole thing. And it's no questions, it's no anything. And I think about that for me as a consumer too, when I'm paying for stuff, I'm like, send me the whole invoice. It's a, a no brainer. We don't even really need to talk for more than two seconds. And so that's something that you should think about too, is the type of customer that you want to have. Um, something else to, in to include in there is your experience. I have a master's in business, so I'm definitely going to charge more because I paid a lot of money for my master's in business. Uh, my team has certifications and things in marketing. So we're going to be able to charge more because we're not just coming from experience we're coming from education and a proven track record so we can charge appropriately for that so those are some things to consider when it comes to your pricing and the business plan goes into that which is why i'm telling you guys you need to have one um the business plan goes into your pricing model so that you can understand what you're charging why you're charging it and then making sure that you're monitoring your finances so that you can be able to make a financial decision as far as your price point and things like that moving forward i did do a course on strategic planning for new entrepreneurs where I show you a business plan. I show you a marketing plan for both service-based and product-based businesses and, it, and just really walk you through how to do that. Uh, the link for that will be in the description if you want to check it out. And that's it for this video. Part two is coming soon. So make sure that you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell so that you don't miss when we post another video.